creative journey is not an easy one. We're here to help. The Lightning Rod is a safe space to talk about branding, marketing, business, and the creative industry. Today's host is Tammy Wynn. What up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of The Lightning Rod. So today I got a question about um, running a business in general. So the question is, how did you first start business? Um, They kind of wanted to know a little bit more about like mindsets and um, just some general tips. They didn't really go into specifics about what they really wanted an answer to. Um, So I'm going to be as general as possible, but hopefully it applies across the board to everybody. I think it should uh, just because these are pretty standard things that I I don't think a lot of people mention, but it happens. Like a lot of people do this. Um, Even you probably do this and you may not even own a business or you may be just starting and you're probably already doing these things. Um, But just solidifying that, that you are doing the right thing is what my goal is today. So um, I'm kind of going for this unscripted um, episode for today. So there was another episode I did about um, um, about a network organization that I'm part of that I really love. Um, that one was unscripted. It went over just a little bit longer than I thought it would be, but not too bad for unscripted, right? <laughs> so today I'm also going after another unscripted video just because I do feel like sometimes I want to throw an opinion out there um, without having to script everything. But I do script most of my things because I'm doing things like I'm doing now where I blabber. So I just keep talking um, and I don't want to do that. I really wanted to get the information out to you clear and to the point straight as possible so yeah um so one of the things i feel like um in order to start a business is to have this mindset that you are always and i'm telling you always going to be researching and analyzing so the first thing when i um when i started tcf was research i'm telling you like you you think it's not significant but you're probably already doing it like i said so you're probably researching good names you're probably thinking about like what should i call it or you're probably thinking about how do I buy a domain if I never bought one before? Um, what are popular websites that I could host on? Like everybody has heard of things like Squarespace, Wix, and um, WordPress. So everybody's heard about that. However, what is the user friendliness? Like what am I really getting into when I'm, you know, signing up for these things? But overall, like just that research in general is so important. And you know, just researching like pros and cons, like what is the pro to this versus the con of this? Or what is the pros and cons of another thing? Pros and cons of that thing. So you're constantly always searching for those kind of things. So just be that in that mindset that and be ready to always research. Even up until today, we're just always researching. We're always looking at the maps. We're always looking at the analytics. We're always looking at the numbers, etc. And I hate to sound that way. I hate to sound like that corporate business that Um, is always talking about the numbers. But however, it's so important because I don't want to push projects out there because now that we're making a decent amount of money, that money goes toward projects like the COVID-19 resource board, our scholarship board, um, all of that stuff to pay the administration team behind it that funds that kind of like works on all of that stuff. That funding comes from us working with our clients. So I want to make sure that if we're releasing our project, it's worth our time and it's worth the funding. Because if I pay an admin team to kind of handle it and kind of work on it, um, I don't want it to be a waste. I don't want it to go away and then like it's a dud and nobody uses it, nobody cares for it, etc. So you're constantly always researching 
for pros and cons, you're always looking at analytics, you're always looking at numbers. And that's really the way to scale. Like I'm not I'm not some expert of like, in terms of like growing a business from like zero to like 10,000. Like I'm not that I, I wouldn't even claim as that. However, a big part of that is research, defining that market, defining the right people to market to the right people to sell to who are your buyers, who are not your buyers, all of that stuff. So you're constantly researching. And after I did my share of research, again, it never ends. You always, always have to do it. Um, you're always trying to better the tools that you're using. You're always trying to get away from the free tools eventually to paid tools because they're they're on a higher level to scale your business redefining the product, redefining the brand, redefining the market, all of that stuff takes research time and analytics. So on top of this, I also have been on a lot of podcasts recently. And the thing that I always talk about is patience. Um, the next thing in terms of business that I feel like is so important that a lot of people don't mention is patience. So a lot of people come and ask me about Tammy what about the gear? Like you need the gear, right? In order to, and gear as in like, so if you're a graphic designer, I need like the latest editions of Adobe, right? Or else like I can't be a graphic designer. No, not at all. If you don't know me already, I am a non-traditional graphic designer, which me coming into the space, I thought I was like the shit. I thought it was, I was awesome. Like I'm, I'm a non-traditional, you guys are traditional. It turns out a lot of people are non-traditionals where they kind of just picked up graphic design and that's where I came from. I did not learn graphic design. So what did I start off with? The free programs, all the free in the world. I even torrented like a copy of Photoshop. It was like, if my Photoshop friends are listening to this, you know that CS like three is like super old compared to what we have right now. Photoshop CS3, I torrented from somebody, someone or made a copy or something like that, sold it to me on a disc for $5, installed it on my computer, etc. I mean, like, I did whatever I could, you know, and I was like, I was literally in high school, had no money, didn't have no job, etc. My parents didn't let me work. So um, there was no way like, if that was the best way was I can ask them for $5 and buy Photoshop, I would do it. Um, but overall, the gear is one thing. Yes, it's important to have gear. However, it's better to start with lame gear and upgrade later rather than to invest in awesome gear now, but suck at everything. And it, show, and it shows that you suck even if you have the coolest programs or you have the latest gear, camera gear, video gear, lights, anything. Like it doesn't matter what the gear is. Like it doesn't matter if you if you have the professional gear first, but you don't know how to use them. You don't know how to really take advantage of all the material, all of the um, settings and all that stuff. It's no use. There's no point to it. You would still suck at the end of the day. So I that's why I really preach the patience part. So on the gear, yes, have patience. Learn whatever you can learn from the free first and then move forward from there. And that's just the creative side. So for my business owners who are listening to the podcast, things like a lot of people have also asked me about accounting software. Software. So I seem like I feel some kind of way when I tell people, oh, yeah, I use QuickBooks, but it took a very long time to get there, people. Like I, I'm telling you, I used uh, Wave apps when I first began um, starting accounting because in the beginning we weren't making any money for like the first year. I want to say like maybe we made like $50 for the whole year, <laughs> but we spent like thousands of dollars on on stuff just because we were testing, we were trialing. So it goes back to the patients and goes back to the analyzing and research. You're constantly testing. So I remember using Wave apps like our second year of business. And it's it's a free accounting tool, by the way. So if you're like, if you're kind of like in, in the market for one, um, that's a free tool. Great for what it is. It sends invoices. It has some customization to it. It takes card, it takes bank, bank accounts, etc. 
um, sets reminders to your clients. Et so overall, it's a really good tool. And I mean, like, um, the reason why I kind of upgraded from it was because I took my business more seriously. How I took it more seriously was that I started tracking my miles. I started tracking every single meal that I left because I don't think Wave apps did that for me. And if you're asking me now, like, what was the exact reason? I don't really know. Um, I think it was because of the tracking information. It didn't have everything I needed on there, especially as a small business owner. I needed to track every single mile I drove. And I didn't know that. I didn't know it until my CPA told me like, hey, you should be tracking your miles or else you're losing out on a lot of money. And I'm like, well, holy shit, let me find out how I can track miles. And there's so many apps out there that can do this. So like I was using Wave apps. I tried uh, Mile IQ for my miles. It automatically tracks based off of like if my phone is moving at a certain speed because I'm in the car it'll track based off of that. But if I'm like just walking out to my mailbox, it's not going to track that. Um, basically is what it is. Spreadsheet after spreadsheet, it was just too much. I was like, there's no way for me to track all this. Let me just get something that can do all of this inclusively. And that's when I found QuickBooks. And even on top of QuickBooks, I started with QuickBooks uh, Self-Employed, which, which is just like, um, because I am self-employed, it, it did everything I needed to do. But then quickly, I realized like, I'm working on a bigger level now with these businesses. So like we're at TCF, we're booking bigger clients. We're booking like a lot more people who may be returning to us for repeated services. So if that's the case, I want to be able to save that customer information. I want them to be able to save a card on file in case they, they just say, hey, just charge my card. Again, I wanted to have um, a list of inventory. I wanted to have a list of like services that we already have done for other people. Just apply it to a um, invoice and then keep it moving. Um, so I upgraded to uh, QuickBooks Online, which is like one of the best things I ever done for my business ever. But again, it had to start at Wave Apps. It had to start somewhere where it was free for me to kind of test around the waters. Let me see if I can really do accounting first. Can I handle my own business accounts? Um, and then maybe in the future, upgrade and then hire someone else to do it, etc. Even though now I still do the accounting, but QuickBooks has made it so much easier. And again, this is not a plug for QuickBooks. Um, it's just the real highlight of that story is that I was patient enough. Like everybody has always told me about QuickBooks way, way before Waves, Wave apps. So when I was searching for an accounting software, but everyone was saying QB, QB, QB. And I was like, well, I don't, I, I just don't know. Like, I don't want to pay for QuickBooks just yet because I don't know if that's something that I need. Is it for me? Should I still just be tracking my stuff on spreadsheets for right now because I'm not having that many business expenses? But then I talked to my CPA and on the level of the business that TCF is doing, um, yes, all that stuff has to be tracked from every meal that I'm eating, from every dime that comes in, that comes out of the business because sometimes I'm spending randomly on like, TCF needs this new upgrade, so we're going to get it. Or TCF needs to pay for Canva, something like that. So um, those kind of things need to be tracked. And when I was doing it in Wave apps, it tracked some things, but other things it didn't track. So it didn't do what I needed to do, so I upgraded. But I was definitely more open to starting for free first. Um, basically, that's the moral of that story is to start free first and then upgrade to the paid versions when you feel comfortable and you feel like you need more. Because sometimes the free versions really do you well. So like if you're a small business, you don't have that many transactions within a year etc. And you're not really traveling a, a lot. You're just kind of doing things online in your home, etc. You you might not even need something at the level of QuickBooks. You you might be okay with spreadsheets, doing a little bit of the hard work yourself, and then uh, tracking everything through Wave apps or something of that sort. Um, the next thing is um, 
having this mentality that you can start business with zero dollars. And I tell people this all the time. I get a lot of hate for it, et cetera, but I don't care. I do not believe in starting business with zero dollars. It's just a matter of how long you can go without spending money. That's the mindset that I believe it in. So uh, for the people out there who preach like, I started business with zero dollars in my bank account, et cetera. So it's possible. You can definitely start a business. Like I started TCF literally with zero dollars. However, within a day, I had already started spending at least $3 on TCF. And the reason why was because I um, I already knew websites. I already knew how to build websites, et cetera. So I knew I wanted to get hosting right away. I, I didn't even have a question about it. Some, some people might be like, okay, I need a website, but I'm not going to pay for it. So I'm just going to get like the free version. That's totally cool. But then eventually, if you want to scale business, you definitely need to start spending. There is a give and take in the world of business. You have to give in order to receive back and likewise the other way around. So if you're not giving money up for like, say something like hosting for a website, or you're not giving up money to buy inventory, if you sell things, et cetera, or you don't give up money to have material to make the things that you make, how are you expecting to have the products, have the site to host it on or anything of that sort to kind of return it? and get money back, <laughs> like basically make profit. Um, I just feel like, yes, you can go for some time without a website because a lot of my clients do. Um, I have a specific client out in California that does not have a website, only a Facebook page. But can you imagine, like I try to tell her sometimes, can you imagine if you had a website though, you could be driving so much traffic to it because of the knowledge that you have in your industry. You could be driving traffic that could be making you money in some kind of way. We can figure that out together when we get there, et cetera. But if you don't have it, I mean, what can you do? Um, I just really recommend overall research, analyze, and patience. Uh, be patient with everything. Like, again, same thing on the website thing. You don't have to have a website right away. However, I do think a website is necessary, and I think it's important to get comfortable with that idea. So start researching it, finding out, like, okay, how much does does it cost? At least let me know that part. So I can kind of, like, either save up for it or I can make money to make that happen, to pay for it monthly, yearly, whatever. And just doing your due, due diligence, I can never say that word right, due diligence. Just do your part, basically, to um, ensure that you don't go broke, but you're also funding your business in a proper way. So um, even if that means working a full-time job, like I do, or that means like working five to nine o'clock because you have to work nine to five. So now maybe you have to work from five to 12, five to 1 a.m., something of that sort. Is it healthy? No. Like, I don't recommend you doing that every day because you're going to get burnt. However, I do recommend, you know, putting the extra leg, putting in the extra work in order to make something happen. So I'll see you in the next episode. Let's hustle. Did you know that we have an entire content library for you to learn from? Check out our website for more information. Thanks for tuning in today. The Lightning Rod is powered by the creative folks.